You are now listening to The Caleb One Show, where we talk about everything that they should have taught you in school regarding your health, your finances, and your social life. I'm your host, Caleb, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome to The Caleb One Show. I'm your host, Caleb One, and this is the podcast where we talk about what school should have taught us. And in this episode, uh, I really want to expose something. I want to expose lies. Um, I've had my fair share of encounters of lies, um, but this one almost takes the cake. And it's a lie that you, me, and many others have fallen for, for ourselves. And then at the end of the day, it's nothing more than a facade. Uh, if you've been following my content lately, I've broken down and exposed the, the entrepreneurs, the fake gurus uh, out there in the world, and sort of share with you guys some of the tactics and nasty sort of uh, tendencies that they have and that they'll say and that they'll do, so you can watch out for them for yourself so you don't fall for it. Um, and one of the sort of lies that I really want to get into in this episode, um, I, I'm going to be ranting a little bit. So if I curse a little more, um, it's about this topic and this topic is the boss lifestyle if you're not familiar with it it's uh, it's about showing off your wealth showing off your sort of lifestyle of luxury uh, to grab the attention of other people Uh, whether that's to show status whether that's a way to show authority regardless it's fake and it's interesting how this all started with Ty Lopez with this infamous here in my garage video and now cut to five years later, and everyone is doing this exact way to get attention. Usually it's for it's always for this course or for this vision that you can always get, promising people all of these stupid ideas, um, shit that just doesn't make fucking sense, that literally no other person would do, um, mainly because that's just not who they really are. But it rakes in views and it rakes in money. Um, but the really terrible part about this, the worst part about this, in my opinion, is that it grabs the attention of the youth which, let's be honest, they don't know any better. They really don't. They, they really don't know any better between what's good and what's bad. Um, and unfortunately, some save up their money to make purchases on their courses. And it's like this stuff that really fuck up their own finances, which really force them to always stay and always be a burden for their people, whether that's for their parents, whether that's for their siblings. And sometimes they always get ostracized for this stuff. And... It's really uncalled for. You really don't need it. Um, If you simply just avoided it and not purchase it, you would have been perfectly okay. Um, But it's always because they always want a byproduct of what business and what ventures can bring. And again, this sort of byproduct can come in the forms of money. It comes in the form of babes, of fancy cars, of Hollywood mansions. Um, But Here's the truth in all of this. And I'm again, I know it took a while. It almost took three minutes to get to this point. But here's the sort of underlying truth about this. It's all a show. It's None of it's real. It's all fake. right? They don't live like that. This isn't some motivational thing or anything like that. This is the hardcore truth. They don't live like that. And you shouldn't either. And again, they rent out areas. They rent out people. They, they rent out uh, and they hire actors. Right to make it to make it look like to us that they're actually successful because that's what society has brainwashed us to think that that is what success looks like when really success really looks like a fucking chart paper and a spreadsheet that literally shows numerically hey this person is actually fucking making money and that's what it really comes down to. Um, most people don't usually live like this, and for the rare occasion 
and for the rare uh, instance that people actually do make a purchase on this, uh, it's literally destroying their finances. It really is. It's literally burning whatever they had, if they even had anything to begin with, and literally crashing it and burning it to the ground, uh, making these purchases and just having it around as expenses. Uh, I really want to question people who want to get into this stuff or think about this stuff. Let me ask you this. Why the fuck would you, a sane person, hopefully a sane person, listening to this, why would any sane person want huge debt and huge expenses shadowing them wherever they go? That's the whole irony of this, of this sort of boss lifestyle. Anyone who has to show off to get approval of other people is just insecure about who they are as a person. Any Again, anyone who's successful just knows that they're successful because they have results. They have statistical results that literally reflect, hey, this person knows what the fuck they're talking about. Not some inanimate object that says, okay, this person may know something. All right, cut that shit out. All right, that brings me to my next point. Just because someone has something cool, it doesn't mean that they're smart. And it doesn't mean that you should always listen and take their advice. Some of the best advice that I've, that I've learned were to simply ignore people. That's literally the best one. Occasionally listen to people out of respect, but once they're out of the room, once you leave, you can throw that shit out the curb. That's literally it. If you want to know, let's say you need to relearn how to ride a bicycle. You don't learn from the guy who has a Rolex watch. You don't learn from the guy who has really cool clothing like Versace or Louis Vuitton or Gucci or anything like that. You literally learn from the guy who's riding the damn fucking bike. Look, you really want to find people and search for people who already have the results that you're looking for. That's the most optimal thing out there. You want to find people who already have the results that you're wanting to have in regards to business and literally download the knowledge and conversations that you have with them that have this sort of claim. That's literally all it comes down to. And what I find interesting in all of this chaos are that billionaires, they never do this shit. Even though billionaires are 20 to 25, even 30 times, uh, potentially 30 times, uh, more richer than these internet marketers, these internet millionaires, who quite frankly are only millionaires because they teach other people how to be millionaires from their stupid-ass courses and one-on-one coaching. Again, these billionaires don't flaunt their wealth. If you look at billionaire interviews, if you look at guys like Jeff Bezos, you guys, you look at guys like Sergey Brin, right? you look at guys like Mark Cuban, right? these guys are billionaires, but they still dress like they're like, you know, like a reg, reg like, a, like a regular civilian. That's all it really comes down to. They they literally dress normally. They live a life of, you know, frug of frugal lifestyle of basics. You know, I I've gone on this multiple times, but I'm encouraging you to adopt a basic personal life. No fancy cars, right? No Hollywood mansions. No none of these exotic babes or anything like that. Fuck the Snapchat stories. Fuck the Instagram stories and posting. Ignore it, right? Something that I've realized about myself was that whenever I try to complicate my personal life, my personal life from day to day, I always have trouble focusing on my work task that I really want to get to. Whether that's me learning to play the piano, whether that's me podcasting, whether that's me playing basketball, I always have this sort of strain of, hey, I need to do this. I need to do this stuff. Or I can't really focus on what the tasks are because I'm focusing on this other stuff in my day to day life. Again, personal life of clothing, food, 
right? Just get rid of it. Again, you're suffering from what's called decision fatigue. And once you're in this cycle of decision fatigue, it's almost like, hey, I have this. I don't want to get rid of it. Um, and again, I, I really go in depth about uh, decision fatigue. Uh, it's in a series called How to Be Focused and Make Better Decisions. It's on YouTube. It's on it's on podcasts. I'm not going to get into it, but I just want to get it, uh, get it out there for you guys to go and check out on your own time. Uh, but back to the boss lifestyle of complexity. You really can't have it all. It's either you have a complicated work life. Again, some of the stuff, there's a lot of complicated shit that I'm working with uh, in my work life, whether that's uh, me podcasting on what's going on or me connecting with other people or setting up other business ventures with other people. Um, and I can't have it on both sides. I can't have a complicated lifestyle and I can't have a complicated work life. Again, you just can't have it all. Your mind can only take on so much. Uh, and I've mentioned it earlier, but expenses. Living this boss lifestyle may seem cool, all right? But unfortunately, it's very costly and it takes a huge hit to your finances. Getting that Lamborghini, for example, is cool. But at a price tag of 250000 is a lot of fucking money. And people who say that's not a lot of money, you can literally live off of 250000 literally live off of it for at least the next 10 years. About $25,000 uh, per, per year. You'll be, perf- you'll be, you'll be fine. As long as you have established a baseline or established a foundation to your your life, you really don't need a lot, right? So that's off one. So with that, you drive it off the lot and its resale value is, let's say, only $100,000. You just lost $150,000 in a span of, what, five seconds you drive it off the lot in about five meters? Then you got to pay insurance for that bitch, which is like another $1,000 a month. Then you have to repair it. If shit goes bad, again, it's expenses like these that require time, uh, which we all know time is finite and we only have a limited amount of it. Uh, Again, you're better off not getting the Lambo to begin with. And a really good saying, I remember uh, hearing it many, many years ago, was that it's better to do nothing for nothing than something for nothing. I don't think people understand how billionaires became billionaires. Um, really, people think it's about seeing trends that like, people say like, oh, they're just lucky that they saw a trend, that they were able to connect with other people. Um, they were working their asses off. Again, that all of that shit plays a role. Don't get me wrong. Like living, um, f- becoming a billionaire takes a little bit of luck, but you can almost be on your path and, and almost be on your way. I'm not guaranteeing that you'll be a billionaire just by saving. Again, billionaires make their billionaire status by saving their money. People think, again, they think it's about seeing all these trends, but what good is it to be a billionaire but to have all of your billion dollars gone and only be able to save 100 bucks? What good is it? Where did did all the money go? Again, never... uh, Billionaires really focus on living this basic lifestyle. Again, they're really focused on letting... Uh, never letting, I should say, never letting these expensive loopholes suck them in. Again, it'll be in their personal life. You'll see it in their business life. They never let heavy, unnecessary expenses carry them down, never anchor them down. You, you, you just never see it because they're actually aware of this stuff. And, you know, maybe it's a little bit of luck or a little bit of uh, sort of cunning cunningness that they don't tell people about it because they don't want to have other competition. But the beauty in all of this, 
from learning from billionaires, from learning from their habits, are that it's actually practical for every single human being to incorporate this in their own in their own lives. You know, let's define what we want and what we shouldn't want. That's that's literally but the first thing we should do, right? Learn to what to avoid and learn what we should capitalize on, so that we can focus more on what we actually want. Again, maybe that's trying to grow a business. And again, when you live sort of lifestyle, it really focuses, uh, it really narrows down on, hey, do I really want this? Is this what something that, that I really want to go for? Um, I'll get into that in a second. Um, but we want to avoid anything that's extra, that already serves its main purpose. Again, again, that's not even a word. Again, a very common example in this that I'll always use are clothing. Um, again, what's the purpose of clothes? Keep you warm, allow you to go out in public without being humiliated, and without getting weird looks from other people. With that in mind, is there any reason to get Gucci clothing? No, just get Walmart clothes that fit well for you. Or if you want to be extremely cheap, go out to Valley Village, although I would rather go to Walmart because I know I'm buying it new. Um, but same with transportation. Is there any reason to get a Ferrari? No, just get a Honda Civic. It helps you. The whole purpose of a car is to get you from point A to point B. That's not an airplane. So just do that. Now, I know some of you are going to say that that's not sexy. But I really want to share with you some of the downsides to living a life of luxury. And I know I've already alluded to it before about expenses. Um, but whenever you advertise to people about your boss lifestyle, you open up the door to getting hit with lawsuits more often. Uh, you're on your way to, again, which leaks out expenses for sure, but it also leads to getting fake friends and fake family members who just randomly had said like, hey, uh, I heard you have money, let me have some of it. Again, you're going to get a lot of exploitative people. That, again, that'll really fuck you up. Um, again, but another downside to having this luxury lifestyle is that, it, it's, again, it's really anchoring you down. If Again, if shit hits the fan... In, the, in times like this, again, right now as I'm recording this, it's right now during the coronavirus, um, anyone who has, no one's able to buy land because of this. No one wants to get out of their house. Customers don't want to get out of their house. So again, businesses are taking a hit. If it's if your business is non-essential, which most of it is, then you're ordered to, you're ordered by the government to actually close shop. So that's obvious. Um, plus, you have something to lose. And humans hate the feeling of losing. So avoid it to begin with. Like, literally, that's, that's all it comes down to. Just avoid it. Just avoid losing by not having it. And had you just have this sort of basic lifestyle, you could sell your business with ease. Or you could um, maybe make tweaks, that, tweaks within it that you actually like. Some people are in a business model that they're forced to be in, mainly because their lifestyle, that's how their lifestyle is supported. Maybe it's a business that they don't necessarily like, but it helps pay their bills. Or maybe it's a business lifestyle that needs actual change, but since their finances are taking a huge, huge hit off of their personal life, they can't make that change. They can't make that tweak. Um, and again, that's where a lot of struggle and a lot of unhappiness comes from. From Again, this is what we call a loss of productivity, a loss of motivation. Um, especially now, again, in times of self-isolation, of people, again, wanting to stay inside and not leave their house. Again, businesses are taking a hit and how you just live a very basic lifestyle. You don't you live in a world of abundance mindset. 
And again, you can choose what you want, what you don't want because of this. And everything I'm saying is about being frugal. Really, that's all I'm really saying. Living under your means by knowing when to spend money and when not to spend money. Some of you live with your parents. That's perfectly okay. That's perfectly fine. Most billionaires who start their business uh, are in the basements of their parents' house. So again, keep expenses cheap. Uh, but don't be afraid to go for fire sales. Really, don't don't be afraid for it. Uh, reduce unnecessary expenses when you can get the chance to do it. Uh, try and look for free software, assuming they're safe to download. Um, when it comes to mobile devices, um, get a flip phone. Service is cheap, and all you really need is calling. Smartphones, for the most part, just distractions anyways. Uh, now, the time that I spend a heavy amount of money uh, was when I was doing my podcast setup. Again, the mic that I'm using to record this is the Audio-Technica ATR2100. And if you look on Amazon, it's about 139 bucks now. I got this when it was about 129 um, So a little bit cheaper before. But I remember when this used to be like 60 bucks, And it was like the best. It was like the go-to mic for every beginner entrepreneur. And usually you just stick with it and just ride its wave. Um, again, that there's a time to be cheap and there's a time not to be cheap. And I got this because, again... This mic was cheaper than its competition. It's, it has high quality uh, among its competition, and it's almost the go-to to every beginner one. Again, this is when a time when masses are maybe right. Um, but to go out of your way to get a really expensive uh, mics, the ones that you see on Joe Rogan, uh, Rhett and Link, um, those mics are four hundred bucks. The Shure SM7B, they're not. You don't need them. You really don't. I don't plan on switching my mic anytime soon. So I think this is a good investment for myself uh, after doing research and evaluating, hey, is this the decision that I want to make? Again, your decision when it comes to sort of investments have to be thinking about long-term and short-term when you come to, when it comes to this stuff. Um, but I want to close this episode off on a question that I know you're wondering, and it's, can I spend my money on recreational things? And the answer is yes. I know it sounds like I'm hammering that you always focus on your work and I understand that not everyone's operated like that. Everyone has a fun side. Like, I'll be honest, I have a fun side for myself as well. Um, the best way to do this, in my opinion, is in two ways. Either one, you incorporate by having some form of social uh, involved in it. Or two, you buy something or purchase something that you actually love. Um, let me give an example of both so you know what I'm talking about. Um, when it comes to sort of your social... If it's someone's birthday, I'll take everyone out of my. Fr I'll take every one of my friends. I'll take them out for dinner, and I'll just pay. Again, this is the fun of socialization, joking around, having a meal we share. Um, that's something again social related. Again, that's a time of recreation for it. Number two, um, again going back to the aspect of something that I love. Um, I mentioned this in the past episode, but I talk about the Toronto Raptors championship run. Uh, I bought a hat. Um, and when people ask me, oh, why'd you get it? I thought you weren't a materialistic guy. Um, but for me, I got it because it reminded me of the trip of going to Toronto during the NBA Finals and seeing Kawhi lift that Larry O'B trophy. Uh, and it's just something that always stuck with me and it's always a good moment uh, that I always want to relive. If you love having something that you own and you have it, um, this is something what I call the invisible test. Um, you want to have it set up so that you love something no matter what, regardless if someone knows about it or not or can't see it, you'll still love it and you'll still be happy for it. 
Um, again, those are really two instances where the recreational side um, is when you should really spend your money on. Uh, for me, I don't really care if people comment on my hat or not uh, because it brought me memories that I'll never, probably never see again and something that I've never experienced before. And I'm doubtful that I'll witness again for myself. Um, so again, I, I just use that hat and I also have a shirt as well to help me relive those moments and enjoy that time that I had in Toronto uh, with my brother as well and his friends. Um, so again, on top of that as well, I also want to say before I close off, um, when you save up your money, you can spend it on this. You can have sort of these sort of low rides. Again, you really want to have your enjoyment and your fun coming from the work that you actually do. I always mention it. Building is happiness. Shout out to Kevin Shea. Building is happiness. You're only happy when you're doing something. So keep that in mind. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know this was a lot to take notes on if you are taking notes on this. Uh, at the end of the day, living a basic lifestyle pays off. And, and living a basic personal life really helps in defining what you want. Uh, people want to get, you, you see this all the time, people want to get into entrepreneurship, say that, you know, they, they want to get into business because it'll get them that fancy car that they desire or those nice clothes or help them get out of a st sticky situation. Um, and I always have to disagree with that. You really only have enjoyment when you're building something to like on your way to it. You really want to have it so that your end goal is something that you really, really like, but you also had fun along the way. That's where sort of the enjoyment comes in. That's why I'm not a big fan of always grinding, grinding, because it shouldn't feel like grinding. It should, it should feel like you're having a good time. Um, and that's where it really comes down to. Um, but again, all the tactics that I talk about, from the billionaire tactics to living for looking for files, a lot of the stuff is practical. It's very basic. Uh, these are lifestyle stuff that are so uh, simple that everyone can do. Um, and it's living an expensive life that really kills people. And it's really where it goes to shit. You're not phased by having, uh, not phased by this sort of lifestyle or this sort of chaos, especially again in times of right now where there's a coronavirus. Um, if you're living a basic lifestyle, you're not really phased by it because there's no stupid shit that's holding you down on money. There's no unnecessary unnecessary expenses or heavy expenses, I should say, that are really holding you down. Um, and again, it doesn't take that much money to survive. Scientists like Diane, like Daniel Kahneman and author Jonathan Haidt, who wrote Happiness Hypothesis, um, he talks about uh, how it only takes about $72,000 if you live in the Western world to be happy. Um, maybe a little less if you live in an uh, in area with lower cost of living. Uh, all you really need is to get your base needs met, and you're already on your way to being happy. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hopefully it wasn't too savage. Uh, but again, these internet gurus don't say this stuff. And neither did any of your education behind you, whether that you went to college, whether you went to university, whether you went to high school or not. They didn't talk about this stuff. Um, but again, living this lifestyle really, really pays off. Um, I know I'm literally almost reiterating myself over and over again. Uh, but again, this stuff bears repeating. It takes time over and over again. So feel free to hit replay and just listen to this again. Um, but on that note, Thank you for listening. My name is Caleb Wynn, and I'll catch you guys on the next one.